Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Gospel According to St. Luke Jesus said to his disciples, to you who hear, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who takes, what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them and lend, expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For He Himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as also your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Supernatural Reward for Good Works Our Lord often speaks to us of the merit in which even the smallest of our deeds has if we do it for Him. Not even a cup of water offered for His sake will go unrewarded. If we are faithful to Christ, we will find treasure in heaven in return for a life offered day by day to our Lord. Life is truly a time in which to merit for in heaven, we no longer do so. There, we only reap the reward. Nor do we gain merit in purgatory, where souls are purified of the remains of their sins. This life is the only time in which we can gain merit, the days remaining to us here on earth, and perhaps they will be few. In the Gospel of today's Mass, our Lord teaches that in order to obtain the supernatural reward, the works of the Christian have to be superior 
to those of the pagan. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. Charity must embrace all men. It should not be extended only to those who do good to us. Since then, the help of grace would be unnecessary. Even pagans love those who love them. The deeds of a Christian must not only be humanly good and exemplary, but be generously inspired by the love of God in order to make them supernaturally meritorious. God has assured us through the prophet Isaiah, Electimei non laborabunt frustra. My chosen ones shall not labor in vain. Nothing done for God shall be fruitless. Much of what we have earned, we will doubtless see here on earth. There will be blessings. The rest, perhaps the greater portion, we shall perceive only in God's heavenly presence. St. Paul reminded the early Christians, Each shall receive his wages according to his labor. Each one shall receive good or evil according to what he has done in the body. Now is the time for merit. St. Ignatius of Antioch exhorts us, Your good works should be your investments, from which you will one day receive interest. Even in this life, God repays us bountifully. The Merits of Christ and Mary Electimei non laborabunt frustra The deeds of each day Our work each small act of service, all joy, pain, rest, and fatigue graciously borne and offered to our Lord, are meritorious thanks to the infinite merits that Christ himself gained for us during his earthly life. It is from his fullness we have all received, grace upon grace. To some gifts, others are added in the measure that we correspond with them. And all gifts come from Christ, who is their sole source, and whose fullness of grace is never exhausted. Not by sharing with us does Christ possess the gift, but he himself is both fountain and root of all virtues. He himself is life and light and truth, not keeping within himself the wealth of these blessings, but pouring it forth upon all others and even after the outpourings, still remaining full. He suffers loss in no way by giving his wealth to others, but while always lavishly dispensing to and sharing these virtues with all men, he remains in the same state of perfection. The Church teaches that a single drop of Christ's blood would have been sufficient for the redemption of all mankind. St. Thomas expresses this in his hymn Adorete devote in which many christians meditate to increase their love and devotion for the blessed eucharist o loving pelican o jesu lord unclean i am but cleanse me in thy blood of which a single drop for sinners spilt can purge the entire world from all its guilt the smallest act of love performed by jesus during his childhood or in his life of work in nazareth 
or indeed in any moment of his earthly life, had an infinite value for mankind, past, present, and future, in helping them to obtain sanctifying grace and eternal life. No one partook so fully of the merits of Christ as did the Blessed Virgin Mary, his mother, and our mother. Her sinlessness made her merits greater and her actions more meritorious than those of any other. Because she was immune to the effects of concupiscence and was unhindered by other obstacles to grace, her freedom was greater, and freedom is the radical principle of merit. All the sacrifices she made, all the sorrows she bore, were meritorious. From the poverty of Bethlehem and anxiety of the flight into Egypt, to the sword that pierced her heart on beholding her crucified son, and meritorious, too, were all the joy and happiness that sprang for her from her immense faith and from a love that imbued and penetrated everything in her life. Indeed, it is not the difficulty involved in its carrying out that makes a deed meritorious, but rather the love with which it is done. As St. Thomas Aquinas said, The difficulty which is overcome in loving one's enemy is meritorious, only to the degree that the perfection of love which triumphs over that difficulty is manifested in it. Such was Mary's love. It should make us happy to consider frequently the infinite merits of Christ, who is the source of all our spiritual life. Our reflection on the graces which Mary has gained for us will only strengthen our hope and revive our spirit in times of weariness or discouragement or when those we wish to bring to Christ seem unresponsive despite our continuing to realize the need of our meriting for them. You said to me, I seem not only unable to go ahead along my way, but also unable to be saved without the miracle of grace. Oh, my poor soul, I remain cold and what is worse, almost indifferent. It is as though I were an outsider looking at, looking at a case which had nothing to do with him. Would these days turn out to be completely futile? And nevertheless, my mother is my mother, and Jesus, there I say it, my Jesus. And there are good and saintly souls at this very moment praying for me. Go on, walking hand in hand with your mother, I replied and dare to say to Jesus that he is yours. In his goodness, he will bring clear light to your soul. Offer God our ordinary life, gain merit for others. Electimei non laborabunt frustra. Merit is the right to a reward because the works we do, and literally all our works can be meritorious, enabling us to turn our whole life into a time of merit. Theology teaches us that merit, in the proper sense, is that by which a recompense is owed in justice, or at least by virtue of a promise. Thus, in the natural order, the worker merits his salary. There is also another kind of merit which is called congruous, by which recompense is owed, not in strict justice or as a consequence of a promise, 
but for reasons of friendship or esteem, or simply of liberality. Thus, in the natural order, the soldier who has distinguished himself by bravery in battle perhaps merits a decoration. Courage is required of him as a soldier, but if he could have yielded and did not, or if he could have limited himself to fulfilling his basic duty, but made instead an extraordinary effort, his commander would be moved in honor to reward such action in a measure beyond what is normally stipulated. In the supernatural order, our acts merit, by the will of God, a recompense which far exceeds all the honor and glory which the world can offer. By fulfilling his duties in his ordinary life, the Christian in the state of grace gains more grace in his soul and merits eternal life. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. The works we do each day are meritorious if we do them well and with an upright intention. If we offer them to God at the beginning of the day and in the Holy Mass, when we, with the right intention, start some task as well as when we finish it. Our Lord will especially meritorious if we unite them. Our works will be especially meritorious if we unite them to the merits of Christ, to those of Our Lady. In this way, we gain possession of those graces of infinite value which Our Lord won for us, principally on the cross, and which Our Lady also won for us, co-redeeming with her Son in an exceptional manner. God our Father, then, sees our works invested with a new and infinite character, for we have become sharers in the merits of Christ. Conscious of this supernatural reality, should we not ask ourselves whether we are trying to offer everything to our Lord, the ordinary things of each day, and the exceptional or difficult ones such as sickness, persecution, or slander, it is especially in these most difficult times that we should remember the words of yesterday's gospel. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. These, then, are the occasions for loving our Lord more deeply and for uniting ourselves to Him more closely. There is yet another thing that can help us carry out our tasks more perfectly. This is the realization that through them we can congruously merit. Relying on our friendship with our Lord, the, conver the conversion of a son, a brother, or a friend, so long as we ourselves are in the state of grace and seek perfectly to carry out our work for God's glory alone. This was the way of the saints. Let us, therefore, take full advantage of every opportunity to help others along the path to heaven. And let us act in this way with even greater fervor and tenacity in case of those whom God has placed near to us and of those who are seen to be in the greatest need of spiritual help. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.